I can't wait. Oh, here right. we go. It's B Movie Bonanza. Yours truly, Scotch from 1019 Jack FM. And this is Bob Harris from the Mighty 790 KFGO. And, Guy, we picked out one of our favorites this time. Yeah, we're going to talk about a 1993 movie that uh, I really enjoy a lot. It's one of those nature run amuck movies like an arachnophobia <laughs> or piranha or something like that. And it's called Ticks. And it stars, I was surprised, it starred a lot of really cool people that you would recognize. A lot of recognizable names. First of all, uh, Mickey Dolans from The Monkey's Daughter. Amy Dolans is in this. And Alfonso Ribeiro, who is now the current host of uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Right, but you may remember him as Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't he on, uh, I think he was on Silver Spoons, too, yep. for a while. Ricky's little pal. Yeah. Uh, Seth Green, known for the Austin Powers movies, and he also does uh, Robot Chicken. Okay, and also Peter Scolari, who was, of course, the bosom buddy with mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hanks back in the ancient days. And it's pretty funny to think that at, but at the time that Peter Scolari was doing Ticks, Tom Hanks was probably shooting uh, Forrest Gump at that time. <laughs> so different trajectories for their career paths, I guess. And he was kind of that nerdy boyfriend of what's-her-name on uh, the Newhart show. Uh, so anyways, this movie is about a, a troubled group of teenagers. They're, they're led by these social workers to go on this California wilderness retreat, not knowing that the woods they're camping in have become infested by mutated blood-sucking ticks. <laughs> and I say infested because that might that could have been an alternate title for this movie at well, one point. Actually, it was an alternate title. They were going to have that the first time around. I had a chance back when this came out in 1993 to actually talk with Amy Dolans. First of all, she was shocked that anybody would want to talk about this movie. But I did uh, get her down uh, to the, on the phone, and she said, yeah, it was going to be called Infested, which I think is that word is only used once in the entire film, if I'm not mistaken. There's an especially disgusting scene where Clint Howard has got, you can see the ticks underneath his skin. They're bubbling and crawling around, and Amy Dolans busts into the barn, and he says, shoot me, I'm infested! <laughs> and his face pops open, and one of those big ticks goes onto Amy Dolans, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's true. Uh, well, well, Clint Howard, by the way, he is uh, he's in this movie, and he plays the guy who is uh, running the uh, marijuana camp out sure. of this camp. He's the wacky pot farmer. Yeah, there he is. And he's uh, enhancing the growth of the marijuana by uh, using steroids. And these ticks are a byproduct of them using these steroids. They get on these tick eggs and, gosh, some disgustingly good special effects in this movie. Slimy, goopy, pulsating skin, gross-out latex and goo, which I really like instead of uh, computer-generated effects. You see some of these sci-fi channel movies now, and they'll use, you know, computer effects. Even to just do the blood sometimes, you'll see the, like, CGI in the blood after the fact. (laughs) I like to know... Even when it doesn't look that realistic, that at least the actors are interacting with this stuff. And a lot of these effects look really good. I know that the ticks, for the most part, were models and puppets. But you, you pair that up with the sound effects they had, and it was creepy. Yeah. And by the way, they, they put an end to the urban legend that you can't crush a tick. Yeah. Yes, you can. Right. <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro plays Panic, which I think is really funny because he's like a streetwise thug who's wielding a switchblade. And, you know, you never saw Carlton on, on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air wielding a switchblade but his dog runs off and uh, gets attacked by a giant tick so they take him 
to the doctor or the vet. I mean, the vet, and yeah. the vet is trying to draw blood and can't find blood anywhere in the dog <laughs> until they accidentally stick the needle. It gets stuck inside of the dog and this huge tick comes out and is scurrying around and eventually finds its way under the doctor's. With the needle stuck in the tick. Right, right. <laughs> and they, uh, they stomp it and. and uh, she finally steps on it. So it's proving once again that you can actually crush a giant tick. <laughs> now, this is a good movie. I really enjoyed this a lot. The two characters, by the way, there were two other characters, the uh, guys that, uh, you know, came into the cabin towards the end there. And uh, they were, they were, you know, they were bad dudes. Oh, sir. And I can't think of what the other one's name was. Yeah. I don't, I they were seedy characters. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of, the one guy kind of reminded me of uh, the uh, deliverance. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, no, they were, they were the bad dudes. Were they, they were the, the, uh, the marijuana distributors or distributors, whatever. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There was kind of an anti-drug film. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, and Peter Scolari, which was kind of interesting. I mean, it's it's a, he, his part is really good. But you know, it's it's one of those deals where he's trying to convince the kids. Oh no, no, you're just dreaming. No, that's not true. That's not gonna. Yeah, I don't all know. All of a sudden, he gets the proof that he needs to get the hell out of there. I don't know what he was doing leading a wilderness retreat because there was times where the you know him and the old lady are in the cabin making out while the kids are outside getting into all sorts of peril. They were not very good social workers. They really weren't. But this was the this is the type of movie that I really enjoyed stumbling upon on VHS when I'd be perusing those those video store shelves back in the day. And I was even more delighted when I would actually get it home and find out it was a good movie. Because this is a really good, like, creature feature. I was I saw it again now last night, the first time in many, many years. I've got it on VHS at home. But I was surprised how, you're right, how good that ending was. I mean, I was held in suspense towards mm-hmm. the end. I really was. Yeah, there's a really big tick by the end of the movie. And it's, yeah. it's, and it's it's pretty well done. Very well done. I think they had a, they they must have had a fairly decent budget for it. I mean, it's not your not your big fifty million dollar budgets that they got these days, but it looks pretty good for what it is. But I was surprised this was never theatrically released. It was went right to mm-hmm. video. Oh sure, you know. And uh, what was really cool is, folks, if you if you watch the end of this, I mean, it's wide open for a sequel. Mm-hmm. Wide open. For Why a sequel. did they never make a Ticks too? So here it is, twenty seven years later, because it's going to be. Mm-hmm. 1993, 27 years later, and there's still no sequel to Ticks. <laughs> See, I do remember seeing uh, stuff about this in Fangoria magazine when I was young, and you know that was that was my source for knowing whether or not a horror movie would be worth seeing. And you saw a glut of this type of stuff on the video store shelves, and you know clearly a lot of it didn't a lot of it didn't make it to the theaters. But if you're looking for some good cheap monster thrills, this is one that's definitely worth watching. It's, it's for true B movie buffs. This is a definite must see. Oh, absolutely. And by the way, I have to tell you that I, when I did have a chance to chat with Amy Dolan's way back in 1993 or 94, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Uh, oh, so you talked to her like when this came out? Right after it came out. Well, oh, I found wow. it on the store shelves. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I told her, uh, I, I told the uh, folks over at the video store, which I, I forget what Premiere was called before they were Premiere, but it was whatever it was before they were Premiere. Yep. And uh, they said, we have two copies. I said, okay, well, we're going to talk about this tonight. So then uh, I call, and she says, they flew right off the shelf. She says, I can't keep them anymore. I called a couple of weeks later. She says, they come in, they go right out the next day. People want to see this movie, Ticks. Mm-hmm. It's that good. And she was really uh, good about being in those genre pictures. I think when she first came out, she was in that Tony Danza movie, She's Out of Control. And then quickly she started doing movies like Ticks and Witchboard 2, and she was in Pumpkinhead. And yeah, Amy Dolan's is, is good. But again, the star power in this movie, it's just surprising how many of them went on to do other things. Just one other quick note, too. The sheriff in the movie? 
Yeah. Rance Howard. Oh, is it really? I think that's what I think that's what it said. Rance mm-hmm. Howard was the uh, play the sheriff, which he seemed to look a little bit younger th- than uh, I expected. But that is, that's uh, Opie's and Clint Howard's dad. There, you, there you have it. B movie bonanza with uh, yours truly and Bob Harris. Ticks, one that we'd recommend for the star star power for the for the gross out effects and uh, just overall good storyline. Tick season is just around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I think anybody who's who's had a dog bring a tick in the house, you're able to kind of. Uh, uh, suspend your disbelief a little bit because those suckers can get big and ugly. Oh, I'm Bob Harris from the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm Scott from Jack FM. That should be Movie Bonanza. Thanks for listening, everybody. Tell your friends.